0: Welcome into another fabulous episode of Rossi on Wrestling. I am Jason Rossi, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jason D. Rossi. And with me, as always, is my tag team pot- partner in the podcast sphere. Almost, <laughs> almost. At, almost. <laughs> at Billy D2411. It's Billy D. What's going on, man?
1: I am excited for this podcast.
0: Hashtag, oh, is it hashtag or is it Billy TV Zone? TV
1: Zone Billy Delaney. Well, Billy D.
0: Billy yeah. oh, D. I don't want to give out the me. whole thing. Yeah, I love like, Googles are going. People know where you live. Live now. It is uncomfortable. They're re-registering your vehicle.
1: But, I got um, called out for not being Billy Biceps. Well, not looking like Billy Biceps in my newest profile pic today.
0: Well, this is this was like winking a sex nod. This is well, like yeah. earbud in, which definitely was a look. Was definitely a flex. <laughs> and then it was the the shirt you had. The um, I, I went your, for the date night hopper look. Hopper look, and it was on. It yeah. was happening. Yeah. You get a sports jacket on that and go from there. Speaking about date night, look at the shirt you're wearing now. Good for audio, but this <laughs> thing is uh, you it's kinda, flowery. It's flowery. It kind of looks like. It's um, uh, from the Mark Anthony collection at Kohl's. Are you kidding me? Right I'm not now? kidding. You. It's nice, right? Mark, like as in the partial. Tell me, baby girl, I need to know. Yeah, partial and the- owner of the dolphins. partial dolphins used to bang Jayla. Yeah, married. Yeah, they have kids. Yeah, they have a few, I think. Good
1: for you. Did you see the picture of JLo with all of the engagement rings she's gotten over the years? Disturbing. Well, somebody made the Thanos post that she's, like, <laughs> one away. I think she has, like, five ridiculous... It's either four or five ridiculous... She has five kids. stones. Yeah. So she's, she's one away. away from doing that.
0: Probably the mind stone you think she's away from? Because she's got everything else going on. And, and she really she is. She still is amazing. I know our big topic, we're going to have a lot of relation to athletes and things, but she really, like is undoubtedly one of the oddest careers in history I think because when she was young think about um, I can't think of Selena yeah she played her in the movie yeah she was attractive oh she was but look at her like in the last five years
1: I mean she's not gotten she's gotten maybe more attractive just because she's
0: Mar- f- is she close to fifty? I think she's, she's over fifty. Yeah, she. I think Jennifer Lopez is past fifty, but looks honestly. If you didn't know, her, you looked thirty six. Yeah, yeah, she got like Gwen Stefani thing going on.
1: And she's dating one of my favorite humans, while married to, engaged to one of my favorite people in the world, mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez. One of your favorite people in the world. I love Alex Rodriguez. Now, like, cause always gonna- have actually. Somebody posted. Hey, the- look at this. And I think her birthday was yesterday.
0: Yeah, Jennifer Lopez's birthday. Uh, she just celebrated fifty. 50- uh, it's actually today. Oh, it's today! Happy birthday, Jennifer! Uh, oh, because I think today is also we didn't plan the day that, by the way. that
1: no, it's also the day that uh, Veritek and, and Arod got into the fight. Yep. And even then, I liked Arod because you know why? Because he's a heel. Oh, he's a good heel. He's a heel. he was hateable. Baseball needed a that whole uh, year. Yeah. With, you
0: know why the Red Sox were, that rivalry worked so well? Because, hey, Rod. And they were a sympathetic baby face. Yes. And you know what? Classic booking. We're going to get into a lot about the year 2004, but that was an excellent year for our main topic today, we'll get into in a moment. What a time to be alive. That Red Sox season. Uh, and Really, you're right. That's crazy. That was this. Also, one of my favorite albums, one of the things that got me through high school. Uptown Girl by Billy Joe? Nope, not that. (laughs) uh, JD. uh, But um, Jimmy World self-titled. Originally played American, now self-titled. was released 18 years ago today.
1: Uh, let's see um, and it was only
0: Bleed American for a little under two months because when 9-11 my, yeah. happened they had to change the title
1: what was my favorite uh, uh, when you're 23 da, 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 um,
0: oh a praise chorus a praise chorus what a song <laughs> look at that's all I need for a Jimmy <laughs> yeah. World song everyone has their weird niches in life and you, you know 23 uh, and there's a song called 23 also by there Jimmy Roll which not was that. everybody's goddamn away message or like in their AIM profile see I was, of your exes
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I always had the girls who were like you think you know but you have no idea.
0: Oh, True Life? Uh, yeah. Was it True Life? Yeah, True Life.
1: That was the fucking worst. I hated those people. If you had that in your away message, I mean, there's probably a large mail demo listening to us. I doubt they had that. I,
0: I bet you would be surprised. Uh, that was a very popular phrase.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do they say? Uh, so if you if you have that in your profile, your aim profile, uh, delete delete us from your fucking... Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we, yeah. we can move we right need. on.
0: <laughs> Yeah, we don't. We got so many listeners. We don't need you. Yeah. Anyways, like you said, we're very excited about this podcast. The main topic we'll get into a little bit later on is the best and worst feuds of Randy Orton's career, uh. <laughs> because Randy Orton right now is probably it's going to be a short build with this uh, building to SummerSlam because only like two weeks. Pump for it. It's got a lot of history with him and Kofi Kingston. We'll get into it a little bit as we dip into the news, but uh, we're excited about that. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he's
1: a fucking stud, by the way. Which one? Well, both of them, but Randy Orton revo- reviewing his career. Holy shit, is this guy amazing? Uh,
0: He's—I don't. It's really hard to criticize Randy Orton and the the fact of like when was he really not good? He's always been good. His character sometimes were del- like just diluted. I've talked about this with JC of the knocker,
1: Get it out early. Uh, take your drink. But we would always say he's always been really, really good. But when he's engaged, oh, he's one of the best. And- five wrestlers ever. I I agree. And he is mostly engaged when he is a... Uh, a... Oh, a heel. But when you go back and look at some of the top feuds... He was a little bit
0: babyface in a few of them. Oh, we'll debate that a little yeah. later on, but I think Randy Orton, you can just, let's look at the last three years. When he's been a heel, he has been oh, a outstanding. absolutely. When stud. he was a face going into like WrestleMania 34. It's tough to book him
1: as a face, even though you can
0: get away with it from time to time. Yes. And like, yeah, there's been some interesting feuds in there, but we'll get to those a little bit later on. But let's uh, let's jump into the news. Worldwide wrestling news. So the first big topic is, you can't start anywhere else if we're talking wrestling. It's AEW. AEW. A-E-W. Is and has announced today their very first TV taping, which will be live from I believe the Capital One Center, and I believe yeah. that's in Washington. Yep, that's uh, pretty interesting to start in the Northeast. So there, the graphic that they had. Oh man, look
1: like I made that. Swinging a mess. That I know exactly what effect that is. That is just straight out of the box After Effects, guys. Come it's, on.
0: It's like politic looking. Uh, and, I didn't like, like it. It was yeah, not a good look. But regardless, but of that, I'm excited. October second. That is a Wednesday night, and. Um, uh, uh, so they're going head to head with NXT. So Warner Media have officially announced today that yes, it will be Wednesday nights every single week, weekly. They'll have a few episodes that they won't be on, and this coincides with the movement when SmackDown moves from Tuesdays that exact week oh, to Friday to Friday. So October, so that week. Think about this: October first, fucking week. Raw. Of October. I'm sorry. Uh, September thirty first. Raw. October. Second A W hasn't listed the tele uh, the television name that I've seen here. That was the only thing I was looking. Oh, the name of the show? Yeah, it's just right now titled All Elite Wrestling. So That's I don't know fine. if they're gonna go with anything. I'm actually fine with that. All Elite Primetime Wrestling. Something. What was the know. Saturday Night WCW show? Saturday Night. Oh, all right. So that would you know you, we'll we'll see. They have again. They will they'll hey, sometimes come up with simpler something. is better. And don't forget they they did a while back say that it was Tuesday Night Titans. They did grab that. So I don't know if any or not Tuesday. It was uh. There was another Tuesday Wednesday night. Wednesday Night Wrestling? Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's going to be from 8 to 10, just so everyone is aware. It will be live. And then again, that Friday will be the first ever Friday live SmackDown.
1: So that's going to be a... Bit, I mean, that they're really going to up the ante on all of those shows. Because it's, you know Raw is going to push because it's going to have a long break between Monday and Friday. So they're pulling out all the stops on Monday. AEW's pulling out everything they got probably on Wednesday. And then Friday... Honestly, They're really going to have to go huge in that first show for me to really care about Friday night wrestling.
0: Yes, That's tough. you're right. That's it is really tough. It's gonna. I think it's actually going to benefit WWE in a lot of ways because it gives them some breathing room to do storylines, travel, but it, it, it's going to be interesting. We'll get to that as we get closer, but that is going to be an awesome week. Oh, yeah, it'll be great. That's going to be a lot of fun if you're a wrestling fan.
1: Right now, just in my head, for WWE, if I'm thinking of ways to program that Friday night show, Mm-hmm. Not, not that you can make wrestling like the show Blind Date, but it almost needs to be something that you can throw on with people in the background, like at your house when you're having people over. Yeah, it needs you're to over friends. Yeah, it needs to be so captivating and like out there that like anyone can be like, oh, this is kind of cool. What is this? Like, I would make it like that. I would make it like really out there, really
0: this could be gimmicky, a bi- really crazy. And this could be a reason why Eric Bischoff's in that position they may know a little bit and be like, that's maybe where we need to go. I think they have to go something like that. That would be, to me, that would be smart. Well, we'll see. And again, that so AEW officially October 2nd starts their weekly programming on TNT. That cannot go on, you know, TNT is a major network. Oh, in yeah. here. So you're going to have like Cable networks, everything—it's gonna be huge. Um, this all obviously coming up with their all-out pay-per-view coming up at the end of August, which we'll definitely be doing a preview and, and talk about that as we get a little bit closer. If you haven't seen this, all by the way, watch AEW. am sorry, Road to All Out. And Bill, I really need you to watch this because everyone, you know, we've talked about Dean Ambrose the criticism hmm? now John Moxley, the promo he cuts while talking about Kenny Omega oh, yeah? for their match. Oh, yeah. Uh, is Jesus. one of the most incredible. Oh, what happened? Uh one of the most incredible promos because he basically talks about how Kenny Omega is known as this, this best wrestler in the world doing sixty minute matinees in Japan while I was throwing cream pies in people's faces. Pretty much, he's basically shooting on his WWE character, but then saying Kenny Omega isn't that great. And he's saying that's why he's in Japan right now, as he's a part of um, the G1 Climax. Right, it, it is. So compelling, very good. Watch that. All also I, has I'll watch it. a little more of a build to Sean Spears versus Cody Rhodes. All right, next bit of news: uh, the McMahon family is uh, rolling in the <laughs> dough. Well, well, they're ducking for cover. Actually. Well, they're definitely ducking for cover. So a report came out today that the that Vince McMahon, Triple H, Stephanie, and some of the presidents, including uh, Kevin Dunn, have sold multiple thousands of their shares, which equals. Probably for some of these people,
1: between five and fifteen million dollars.
0: Millions and millions of dollars are being, you know, taken out of their share, and uh, it, this all. I mean, comes- in some cases, I mean. Well, Vince McMahon's way up. Whoever this. the hell Michelle Wilson is, that's probably like fifty million dollars. Oh yeah, she sold sixty five thousand shares at seventy bucks a pop. You can do that math at home. Um, I so think it's like fifty million. It's it's up there. I saw the numbers of the article. I'm looking at this actually from What Culture, but this is all coming off of they had a big rating come Monday, and we'll talk about that in a second with their RAW reunion. Great, good for them. And they have their earnings call, their Q2 earnings call coming up on Thursday. Uh, Depends on when you listen to this. So they had their earnings call. And they're selling these shares to bank in some money because reports are that the money is way down. Still over like 200 some million dollars, 270. But they're probably if they're selling their shares, they're probably dropping 20 bucks in stock price or something. crazy. That's what's going to happen. And they said, if you remember last time we talked about this around WrestleMania season, it was the highest WWE has ever been worth in the history of the company. So, things have changed dramatically. They're selling to get their money out of there. So, uh, it should I be interesting. I feel like it's insider trading, but... I guess, like I was reading about this and I was telling you earlier off air, is that I guess it's not because they're not actually, like, they're not the principal owner of the company anymore, the McMahon family. But still, you're trading on
1: information that, like, you haven't seen yet. Put him in jail. I don't know. Big Boss Man can come and get him. Hey, if you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia... I think he's dead, though.
0: Oh, yes, he is dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Good story, (laughs) by the way, if you ever uh, speak about Big Boss Man on, I think it was the latest, Something to Wrestle With, or it might have been Grilling JR. One of the two, they tell stories about a time that Vince McMahon was speeding and hitting traffic cones and got pulled over, and the short of the story is, I think it's in JR's book, that he, I was looking at it, a cop. Pulls them over and Vince McMahon goes, "I'm Vince McMahon of the WWE, and we just came from a lot." He like had his chest pumped. He like didn't care. And the cop goes, "Well, if you're Vince McMahon, consider me the Big Boss Man." And gave him a ticket. <laughs> That's great. So you check that out. It's in uh, Jr's book. Uh, I forget the title of it, but it's sitting underneath. By there. the way, we just got to do a Big Boss Man episode so
1: we can talk about the poem he wrote for, for Big Show's Oh, for big Dead show? Dead.
0: oh my god, we could do Big Boss Man moments. <laughs> oh my god, so, so good. Uh, Raw reunion was this week.
1: Bill, you watch. I did. I watched live both shows. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, I started off like a world of fire. All my favorite things right off the top. Who's John Cena? John
0: Cena. Revival. Revival Booker uh, all, T. All your favorites. I was going to say Booker T. Rikishi. Sure. Throw them in there. D-Von. I love t- oh. Devon you know, was so out of left field And they didn't even have Bubba to go with him yeah. What the fuck was that? So I guess Bubba Ray said this on Bus Open Radio He was offered He's now with Ring of Honor He oh, yeah. politely declined Also, Jim Ross was offered I saw that he But he was with AEW yeah. He politely declined There was a few other people that declined But don't worry Alicia Fox accepted I thought she was already. part. me too. I don't know what that was, and she was in way too much of that show. Yeah. Um, also, Boogie, you you seen Stranger Things, right? Oh yeah. So. Love it. Oh, by the way,
1: the 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 reviews in Stranger Things, they were a little down. I thought it was probably the best one. Oof, I not, love. Not it. Not for me. Oh, Not for me. It. I Absolutely thought it was the it. weakest of the three. Oh, and I also, Billy's you know such
0: a stud. I'll give him, Hopper such a stud. Oh, Hopper, yeah. Well, I feel like you're having a great love affair with Hopper. Oh, this is like Billy, Billy, man, you just get in your little zone and you yeah. run with it. Good for you, though. Fuck everybody. So uh, that's a rare swear. I usually don't swear on this. Anyways, um, but my quick thing with uh, Stranger Things: the reason I didn't love it as much. All the characters just stayed in their little pods of people. Didn't really like that. There was yeah. no, like, mix-matching, and I feel like some characters didn't really have motives, like, or their motives weren't big I enough. I mean, I thought all of the Too kids in the
1: do. second and third seasons besides L and Dustin like of the main group originally yeah fucking blow dog dicks like fucking Mike Poor, you know what I feel bad suck for suck dick fucking oh, Mike.
0: Uh, I love Mike what's Will? Will Will and his fucking brother honestly Will, fucking oh, his suck. brother meant nothing this season I felt bad for Will because I feel like this character for the first two seasons was all about like him he was the one tied in with this whole thing then this one he just had some itch in his back of his neck is his Peter tingle oh, and God. it was like dude <laughs> like are we really doing this with this poor kid can we tie him in more and he really had nothing and then he was just like that poor kid who like all his friends are like getting laid he was me
1: yeah, and he was me growing I up. I was
0: in freshman year of high school, like all my buddies, even like people younger than me. Yeah, I related to <laughs> oh. him in that way, but like I hated myself in high school, so I hated him too. All right. Um, but the reason <laughs> this ties in so the scene with Susie, you know, that everyone's had the never ending story. To sing yeah, oh, my God. She's fucking amazing. She I've never seen an actress eat up the screen like this. Girl. Oh. Like she was like, num, I num, get num, num, one num, scene yep. and that, she's like throwing her hands in the air. At one point she, they were doing in the walkie talkie scene. If you have not seen this go on YouTube, it's all over the place. She hits. She's holding and talking to a walkie-talkie, like we're talking to a microphone. One scene, walkie-talkie is not even there, or whatever that system they were using yeah. isn't even there, and she's just like belting as if she's in front of a million people. I loved it. She ate up the screen. How this ties in? The boogeyman decided when Stone Cold address tells everyone to come in. Who's right next to Stone Cold? The goddamn boogeyman. He was eating <laughs> up the screen. And Mark Henry told the story again. I busted over because I heard this. I busted over radio on SiriusXM, that boogeyman was in the back, so they had one yeah. locker room for all the legends. Because they don't have a ton of locker rooms for everybody. Yeah. You know, there is a roster. Boogeyman just started changing in front of everybody. And and Mark Henry said to him, he goes, Hey, Boogie, you, you're going to, you know, maybe keep your pants on for this? He goes, Oh, yeah, ladies, you're going to have to move, leave. Like, he was, he <laughs> already had his face paints on. He's like, this dude and everyone, like, there's been rumors about him for years. He's a weird dude. Oh, yeah, he's the fucking Boogie Man. He, he's, he's also the, to get you. <laughs> <laughs> he was also the one who trained for Tough Enough and said he was 10 years younger. Oh, yeah. Boogeyman, Man, I, I think right now, has, like got to be almost 60.
1: Yeah, and I love him. I, I mean, his character—you never had good feuds,
0: and he wasn't good. But like every Parker time he comes had back, one good feud. Yeah, and he also ate Jillian Hall's. Uh, uh, oh God, whatever that was, yeah, birth- the mole. yeah, the mole she. <sighs> She out of all of she the returning like I was most shocked to see her. And good guy, I heard Caitlyn was kind of back. Is she back? Caitlyn was part of last year's May Young Classic. Oh, she, I love her. She was in that one match. She also had some nude slips out there. If you want to go check those out, um, but uh, she she I looked do. good. I'll say one thing: all the women and I and I'm don't mean to do it. They all looked good, and they like Caitlyn. Like she used to be like thick. Oh, She's yeah. still like thick, well, now. she I, like she like really leaned I out. I follow
1: her on the, uh, the gram. Uh,
0: Celeste something.
1: Yeah, Celestial Bodies.
0: Oh, uh, but anyway, so ratings for Raw up. This is the first time they've been over three million viewers for all three hours since they've gone. Oh, not yeah, I believe it's all three hours since they've gone to a three hour format. Don't call me. It's the highest ratings of this year. It's the only one that the only one that's been higher rated since um, like the near past few you know, years. Oh, no, this is way over WrestleMania, all of those, but. Raw 25, 25th oh, yeah, anniversary. Yeah, yeah. That thing that. had like a 4.5. That thing like blew through the roof. So, um, yeah. So, the 8 o'clock hour had a 3.02. The 9 o'clock had a 3.18. And then the 10 o'clock had a 3.08. Not which bad. Which is impressive. Actually, the first hour was the lowest,
1: which is Which was the, the yeah. was the best hour. Yeah. That was the best hour of programming, I think.
0: Sure. It, you know what? It was the first Raw you could watch all the way through and be entertained. Yep. And it's not just because of it was the it a good legends. one for me to watch live then. <laughs> it was, yeah. That's what we were talking about, that. Holy shit. Um, so, you know, quick takeaways from it what are your thoughts on the reunion uh, I really wish they did something more with the
1: ending I didn't like how it was just a fun filled hey great moment they could did have you, used that to put somebody over did
0: you think when he said how much time do I have left
1: that was a cue I thought it might have been something I thought and it I'll was. get into what I think it was what I hoped it would have been Let's but it wasn't. Bo- well, look, I thought to- it was going to be Bray
0: so I think so I was talking to somebody before we were talking today and my couple takeaways I had was first of all they didn't put enough of the stars over if you want to put a list of the stars that they gave a rub to throughout the whole show a few the Usos with John Cena even though it, didn't, it was different. John Cena is not even a returning legend. No, He's but still technically part of the brand. But you know they put them with him to yeah. give him a shot. Because you got to think, if there's more viewers, who are the viewers seeing these guys yeah, with? which is good because I love them. Seth Rollins with DX and NWO, which was terrible. But regardless, I get it. you know they, what I, they, they tried to give yep, him a rub. And then Shawn Michaels reiterated that on SmackDown, yeah. by the way. And then you had, um, Sami Zayn with all the legends coming back to you know Which I like. back and good. I love where Sami Zayn's at right now. Um, and then. Bray Wyatt just killing McFoley in the middle of the ring, which I
1: couldn't have been happier about. And I was talking to a buddy of mine where I said we talked, you know, we text pretty much about wrestling now. Sure. And I said I'm very excited for this, and he's like, I'm not because they're not gonna do it right. And I'm like, they kind of have, and he made some good points that could, you know, just highlight these a little more. He said if they had went to break with, you know, McFoley's wife like running into the ring and Noel Foley running into the ring, being like, get the paramedics, making really, really, which. I'm all on board for making him a monster, like yeah. an absolute. The way they do the lighting is, you know, it's cool. It's it's fucking amazing. It's different from it, a techni- even from a technical perspective, just to like get that accomplished and make it look so fucking.
0: It looks great. It's as close to getting back to pyro as we're getting in yeah. WWE. There's no sound, like the whole like the arena slowly shutting down. Mm-hmm. Great. It's like a call. It's as if he's, like. Taking over the place when he attacked Finn Balor with the music drowning out, loved it. Um, but I think what you, th- I think we both agree. I would have loved if they saved it to that last minute. Yeah, and so. My point of this is there was only legends out there at the end. Yeah. I didn't like that. You should have had yeah. the whole Ross yep. or everybody. But I thought when he said, Is there do we got a minute? He goes, How much time I got left? Sixty seconds. Alright, well, and he's like Jerry Briscoe, you they should have done the same thing. And then two and then, legends, three and legends. All of them. The whole I, I know it sounds ridiculous. I wanted the whole ring, women, children, I don't give a crap. All should have just been scattered around wherever they were, and he should have had Stone Cold and the Sister Abigail and the lights came on, are the splashy yeah, yeah. lights, hit Sister Abigail, it goes off the air. Cause guess what? If you have a three point 08 million viewers in that last hour you just told
1: them this guy is the guy
0: and who is he what do I want to know tune in next week come back tomorrow night there was no reason that reunion was great it was fun but there was no reason for you to watch again if that could have been it
1: yeah, I, I say if they ever do it again, because it does work. It does suck people in. Yeah. I watched live specifically because it was the Raw Reunion. That was the moment. And this is the thing that made me get back into wrestling was Bray Wyatt. Because I went to that shitty fucking Survivor Series, and I saw the him The worst there. Survivor Series ever. Ever. But I saw Speaking him Speaking about there. Randy Orton, he main sitting evented the, that, yeah. by the way. Yeah, One of the worst main events I've ever seen. He was sitting there. He didn't wrestle, and he was in the rocking chair. And I was just like, and the lights were on. Everybody had their phones out. I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. And The Fiend is terrible. 10 times cooler and what they did on Smackdown I think
0: was I I hope that's the way they continue to book this guy and I hope because on SmackDown, we saw the Funhouse again. We yes. saw the double side he of He should Bray.
1: never speak as, as the Fiend.
0: No, I don't think he will. I think the laugh yeah. is fine. I can, I'm hoping he oh, can wrestle no, he in doesn't. that mask.
1: I'm hoping that's a mask he can wrestle in. That's a good question. I don't think he can. Even if he can't, I hope he has some sort of like fucked up face paint underneath <laughs> it. Something. I want to keep the Fiend. I don't want him having a legit long mask. You
0: almost want to keep it separate, is what you're saying. Yes. Like, So there's almost like a cam. I know it's weird. But He's like, cane, like the, the other guy's his cane. manager. Yeah, like, or just like this is his persona that brings out the crazy even if he has face paint not even a ton just, just a some, little thing. something different I, I'm excited about
1: this I hope they keep milking it for everything I love the thing he did with Finn Balor yeah we're gonna see him at SummerSlam yes and I hope it's a two minute squash match as regular Balor I and uh, yeah, my buddy my, my buddy said this too if he gets a title match he should beat Kofi in one minute well, he shouldn't he shouldn't have a real match like for a
0: year well, he should he like, just so you know he hasn't wrestled in a year. Yes, Red White has legit not wrestled in one year, which is crazy. He should be more protected than the Undertaker was when we were kids. Well, uh, uh, wishful thinking. Does WWE does not protect anybody anymore? Not protect, but like if you want to make his character, Build yeah. I don't even want him anywhere near a title picture. I think he could be like one of those parts of the show each week that like you want to see aside oh, yeah. from all that. That's my other thing, real quick. The Raw reunion, no championship title there. That's really weird to me. Like yeah. Kofi King, and first of all, New Day is one of your most overacts and, I mean, can, and is this. so good interacting with people. Not on the show. There was no Universal title on the show, which, if you want to make that look big, why wouldn't you have people see it? And Kofi King is your WWE champion. Not on the show. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Little things like that bother me, but I know those guys. They must have had writing a show like that must be so. Like they have a tough time writing a three-hour show, anyways. Yeah. But you know, my point is that like they, yeah. that like how can we squeeze this, this? Yeah. And I'm still happy they got our guys. The uh, I always want to call them the primetime players. Um, oh, Montez, Montez Ford. Yeah, um, I can't think of
1: the tag team all of a sudden. I love him. I can't think of the name either. Uh, not the primetime players.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. This, this is, is really mean? unfortunate. Oh man, this is bad.
1: And I'm never going to look it up. I'm know? sure Zach's cursing me right now because he was pissed when we didn't remember. Uh, another NXT guy's name holy shit how come we can't remember their names this is bad crime time crime time that's it <laughs> no I loved crime time too <laughs> alright anyways
0: you can look it up but anyway, so it's when fucking they, it was yeah I know who they are uh, but I can't think of their tag team name all of a sudden He's looking at you up. This is bad I'm trying to stall and pretend like it's not, but, uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, we'll move on from that. But, Robert, you Street Profits. Oh, yeah. Crime time. <laughs> so, um, so, yes, the Street Profits. They had a good little back. That was They're cool. always great. I like those guys. Anyways, so the OC, the new tag team for the original club, you like that name? You don't like that name. What do you think? Uh, I don't love it. They, I made, think it's they the best- made fun of
1: the Unrested Development before when somebody referenced the Unrested yeah. Development as the OC, and
0: they're like, we don't say that. Um, I don't know. I, I, love, like, I like the I like the TV club. show, the yeah. OC. I never saw I, it. Oh, my God. Unbelievable show. Really? That was, oh, are you kidding me? 2003, summertime, me? That was all in. It was the first show that debuted Didn't in the summer. Didn't it have like a famous theme song? Yeah, it was Phantom Planets, California. He's listening on FNX. Oh, God. It's a great tune. Fun tune. Anyways, um, I think Pro Wrestling Sheet, if you look on their Twitter, they already redid the entrance with oh, yeah? that song in well, it. That's awesome. So that's <laughs> um, even though I think you could do it better cause with the timing, but we can talk about All that right. later. But the OC is the new team with um, heel AJ Styles. You've got Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Love it. They have teased after Raw. They were doing a lot of press. And AJ Styles teased Finn Balor because Finn Balor, part of, you know, the Bullet oh. Club when they were over in New Japan. He was actually the original big starter of it all. And so, to me, I hope this does happen. I hope, you know, it looks like was going away for a little while. Yep. You said getting married. Other people have said probably to put a 10-pack on his belly. Um, I would love for him to return and be a part of this. Yeah, and really make it and even if it's a cross brand I don't care how you do because it because that's
1: how you're going to build a good feud with him and AJ Styles one day but it'll just happen
0: and on top of this it looks like, like what is going on in NXT with the um, Undisputed Era Yep, those guys are all up and down the card so right now heading into NXT TakeOver Toronto Adam is your champion he's in a championship match uh, O'Reilly and Fish are, he- are going for the tag titles and um Uh, I think Roddy Strong is going for the U.S. I think we've done, like, we've said it
1: in the past. I mean, look what it's done for New Day. Look what it did for the fucking Rock. Look what it did for a a few factions are 99% of the time a great thing.
0: Yeah, aside from, like, the League of Nations and ones that are just forced to get, like, a vehicle to get Roman Reigns over. And whatever
1: Shane's doing right now.
0: Yeah, at least they're not naming it. At least it's just yeah. kind of a buddy system. Yeah.
1: But most um, of the time, you can launch superstars out of those. And, like, people will break out. People
0: will elevate each other working that closely with each other. It's just what happens. I agree. And I hope I hope it does happen. I hope it would be a great shock. And I hope it's heel Balor. The heel Balor, oh. if you go back in New Japan stuff, and I've seen some of the stuff, yeah. It's really good. Um, all right, so now we have uh, – we're right around the corner from SummerSlam. It's so early this year, August 11th. So right now the card looks like this. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Bailey versus Ember Moon. We'll get to Charlotte in a minute. Right. I thought Charlotte was about well, great. to... But I thought she was about to shoehorn her way into this match like she did last year. No, no, no. I but think she's going to face... Um, well, we'll talk about it. All right. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton, which we'll talk yeah, about. be amazing. And by the way, why do I like that so much? Kofi Kingston challenged Randy Orton. And... It was a great,
1: it was the best he's looked on the mic since becoming champion.
0: And it's just, but, like, when a, ch- like, this is just what John Cena did to get Daniel Bryan a title shot in 2013. Like, you have to sometimes let the champion pick his opponent in a way. Instead of it being like, like, Samoa Joe lost a, a title match, the next night chokes out Kofi Kingston gets a title match. But this one is a lot different than any of the
1: other ones. Usually it's the champion picking an underdog type of guy. This is an yeah. underdog champion picking a guy
0: that's beat him a million times. To prove himself. To prove himself, which I, which and is was the a way be- to do it. That was the best part of his promo when he said, I need to beat you yeah. so that people look at me like they look at you. And I was like, oh, I got goosebumps even repeating. it." Like, it's such oh. a good choice because,
1: I don't know. Do you think he's going to win? I don't. I, I, mean, think, I, I, think I think he
0: could. I want Kofi to win only because it's such a short build, but I wouldn't be mad if he didn't. Because Which I think could be they could a have a couple rematches back and forth. Because if we go, and back, it would be great. And if you take the Daniel Bryan approach, and we'll get into him and Randy Orton in a little while. Like Daniel Bryan lost to Randy Orton after he cashed in at SummerSlam, and it began this amazing oh, yeah. feud and story. Where Kofi, right now, I don't think he's dipped at all, and I really don't. I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan. Like I think he's actually one of the stronger champions we've seen in a while. Yeah, where like it's compelling to see him, and you want to see him win. Yeah, you want to see him I really But want to he see him hasn't win.
1: been as charismatic on the mic until no, and tonight, still like, the last and I, night.
0: And I still want the New Day with him. Like, I think they're doing too much separation all of a sudden. Yeah. And I don't I don't think we need that. And he's still throwing pancakes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, me too. But it's like, put the
1: little package together. I think if you have Randy Orton win with a heel tactic, that makes this storyline go on for a little longer. Yeah. I think it should go on for a little
0: longer. And I thought, I think we talked about it before, I thought Samoa Joe, they had a real opportunity to do that with him, which not Samoa Joe, is just in that I feel bad for you territory. Yeah, he's just... He's, he's just, just there to cut a promo and he's, when and you he's need great it. heel promos, but no payoff. He's Bray Wyatt. Um, Kevin Owens will be taking on Shane McMahon. And this hasn't been called an I quit match yet, but I have a big feeling it will be. Ugh. Because he keeps saying Owens has to quit. I guess the stipulation, he has to quit WWE if he loses.
1: Isn't such so bad.
0: And, so bad. We'll that's not so bad. say Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt.
1: I mean, which, hopefully it's a squash match and it's not Demon Balor.
0: I would also say it is Demon Balor, or say it isn't. I'm just throwing this out there. I wouldn't hate if they put this in the main event spot. Because we talked about this. Me, the wrestling cards kind of dip as it gets, like, people have just been there for so long. This is going to be a four plus hour card. I will take it in the main event, but it can't be a long match. It could be, a, like, I wouldn't mind if they did Kofi. I think the main event Or Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, and then followed that up with Finn Balor versus Brea, because I think the crowd would just re engage with something like yeah. that. Um, and then, as we were talking about, so Charlotte Flair cut a promo yesterday after, a, like, this women's evolution revolution thing we talked about in our last podcast. If you didn't listen, go back in the, um, Um, Archives, Rossi on wrestling. What what are we doing? You have. I like this. I loved her promo. Ember Moon versus Charlotte Flair. Give them some time. Two minute match. And Bailey's music hits, and that distracts her, and that's how she loses. That's not how you. That's not a women's no, evolution. That is a women we're throwing in because we need to have a women segment. Um, the women were real bad, I thought, on SmackDown. I didn't like this match. I like the promo that will follow up, but you also had that awful Mandy Rose. Sony Deville, oh, who I love. Yeah, they hey, up. I got to. I mean, a tag. nobody loves
1: Mandy Rose more except for JC. Yeah.
0: I'm, well, we'll talk about this after. I just think Sony Deville so sexy. Oh, they're both. Yeah, but Ooh. like the some of Sony Deville that just because she can really, get hotter girls than I can. Both of us. My <laughs> wife listening. Um, so anyways, um, but yeah, so they, she cuts that promo saying, oh, I got us a tag team title match next week. Oh, really? And if we win, we can get a tag team title match? <laughs> yep. Honestly, just, uh, just, just is there a dump button in, in live TV? Anyways, so Charlotte Flair cuts a promo saying that, you know, Ember Moon and Bailey, you know, they're going to have a great match and like, I should be a part. I'm like, she's going to get her way into this match. And then she goes, I'm going to have a better opponent at SummerSlam.
1: I love Where it. is SummerSlam? It's in Toronto, Canada. Who's uh, Toronto's favorite daughter? My Childhood crush. Well,
0: Trish just Stratus. because you put a lot of juice in a, in a blanket and yeah. then you throw it in the, and your mom had to wonder, what's these crusty sheets? Oh, and man. you go, that's Trish Stratus. She is the uh, hottest thing. She ever. was. She she she's was still pretty hot. Uh, oh, she's still hot. Don't get me wrong. Uh, just then, it was a whole different oh. ballgame. So Trish Stratus looks like she's going to be returning to face Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam. A, I like the move because Charlotte Flair has just been nowhere. And yes. this, is, I think, is a good way and to get she's her engaged.
1: kick the shit out of her.
0: Oh, yeah. And I, I actually worry for Trish. The only his with the good and the bad. We could have found... An, like, we could have probably found... Use. An- Neither do I, but I just still think there's such a deep roster of women talent, but they're not doing much with them. This is how you engage it.
1: Yeah, I mean they've done nothing to build up any of the other women stars. There's no like lower level feuds, so
0: no, no Sasha out there. Like it, Natalia probably would have been in this position if they didn't do it. Because she, but I'm just saying like her versus Charlotte would have been probably a backup plan for this type of thing. Maybe you do a Bret Hart Ric Flair thing for the 900 time. To- no,
1: no, no. I like this move because they're not going to build up the rest of the women's division. They're going to treat it like the old way. This is the best way to do what they're doing. I mean, I preferred if they build up. The their own talent but they're just not gonna do it
0: no i agree so i I, i'm looking forward to it we will see how that all plays out uh and then just a couple other quick notes uh daniel Bryan. so he's been talking he's been teasing this announcement the big announcement it looks like they're delaying it and i don't know why hopefully he's second guessing it but it looks like daniel Bryan to 205 live no I, i i can't believe the idea of that he is one of your best champions and he was your champion a champion ago he yeah. was the champion. He's been the best heel champion in the last five years. And we're gonna put him on 205 Live, and I get, you know who probably wants this more than anybody? No. D- Daniel Bryan. Well, yeah, because he, he just probably wants just wants to run. wrestle. He's like, I, this is garbage. And he did great with the tag tail. So anyways, I just this would be. Hopefully my mind. he's
1: pulling double duty and it's not just 205 Live, Daniel yeah. Bryan. Because I'm not watching it.
0: Well, think about this. Buddy Murphy came off of 205 Live to go to SmackDown, and you haven't seen him. Yeah. I think he was in the segment last week running after Kevin Owens, so good for him. And now it's time. For the Rossi on Wrestling main event. All right, main event time. Here it is. Big, juicy meal we got today.
1: Hey, hey, hey. nothing you can uh. say,
0: say, nothing's going on. Oh. One of the best themes. Oh, and he changed it. It's still I know. pretty good. It's still good. And but he still has the way it starts. <laughs> I know. Huh? Oh, that. that, that. Uh. A hey, Randy Orton again, two thousand four. Randy Orton theme, look, feel, still one of the best drop kicks be, ever.
1: Yes, one hundred percent. I wanted to be Randy Orton in like that two thousand three to two thousand five so area. Let's get this right.
0: So in two thousand three to two thousand five, I wanted to be Randy Orton. Two thousand nineteen, yeah. Billy wants to be um, date night. Uh, date night Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. Hopper, by the way, is a hoss. The guy oh, is a mountain. He is a fucking. Just he's a, the myth, he, and he was his last person. five
1: episodes in Stranger Things. Should get him an Emmy or whatever you can give For, him. Can
0: I be honest with you? First three suck. The whole, no, it's not, I'm not even going to get into that. The only thing I didn't like about his character this year, they turned him into like a caricature with like the, what the hell, a son of a bitch. Yeah, a he little He just bit. had like, it a was very bit. quotey all of a sudden. But He's like, falling, oh, son of a bitch. From episode four to eight. Oh, I stubbed my toe, son of a bitch.
1: Son, he was <laughs> fucking pure gold. Pure,
0: he was great. When he grabbed the bottle of wine and came home with it, that was my favorite. And the three-inch thing, that was great. And oh yeah, and then when he was just like relaxing right before the date started at the dinner, I was just
1: like, "This is fucking amazing." Loved yeah. it. But Son of a bitch. I wanted Anyways, to be 2003. Wanted to be Randy Orton. Like I couldn't afford a when did t-shirts? the gym. <laughs> I couldn't afford a Fliction shirt. When did t-shirt. you want to be Jim helper When did that happen? Who was that like, I never first? really wanted to be Jim Helper. I wanted to be Jack from
0: Lost. Yeah, but there was a Jim phase. You had like the you used to wear like t shirts, uh, like, the button ups like unbuttoned at the top, like white button up shirts. Yeah, that's like that's what I wore my entire life. <gasps> yeah, but we were going out to like McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning with you in a button up shirt, your hair like No, there was definitely a face with it. No, it was never a Jim helper face. Alright, there I'm are some sorry. people that are listening to this <laughs> that absolutely will back me up on this. No, there was times. a Jack from Lost face. Yeah, but you didn't shave your head. No, but I had a short.
1: Haircut, kind of short haircut now. Are you going yeah, back to that? No, that was a good. That's a good look. This is this is to cover up the. Uh, this is the best way to hide the receding hairline. That's not as bad as you think. I know it's not as bad, oh, and yeah. I, don't, I don't even care if people know. This is just the best way to You're hide. Very insecure it. all of a sudden. No, um, but no. I wanted to be Randy Orton I couldn't afford Affliction t-shirts But I wore like The knockoff ones And I, I just thought what, he like was, AJ Wright shirts Yeah Well pretty much yeah Like he's the heel That when they say All the guys want to be And all the girls Want to be with This was your fucking Prototypical
0: Randy Orton He was so good You know that they say If you were to build The perfect a, wrestler A perfect wrestler It would be Randy Orton I think it would it would be, especially for a, there was a real, like he's, you know what he's never had? And I, I'm picking on Triple H for a second. And again, I'm body shaving as like a freaking guy who looks like a fire hydrant that he's never had fat Randy Orton face. No, he did. He, no, not fat. He had lost a little bit of that definedness I don't in his know. belly. Go
1: back to like the, the, like the first, like in the, the video I put out for this thing. One of the first few photos of him in there, he's got like the baby face.
0: Yeah, babyface a little different than Triple H was legitimately fat. Yeah, but but
1: well, Chris yeah, Jericho
0: yes, yes. was yes. legitimately fat. This like was
1: later on in their career. Randy Orton is just in that yeah, world. but he's
0: beyond that point where oh they yeah, were. yeah,
1: yeah, he's never gonna be. He's he, an animal. Yeah, like, he, he's a genetic freak as they would really say. He really is. Uh, I'm a he's a big papa pump. Yeah, <clears throat> which I got body shamed for on uh, on Twitter today with a big papa pump. What? Yeah, that, like that, that was the the guy
0: who said I like I'm not Billy Biceps. Oh, well, it's more of a, an ironic. Thing. Everybody, stop stop bullying. But anyways, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna talk about his best feuds. So you you had a really comprehensive list. Let's start with yours, and I'll um you know I'm just gonna put some feed feedback in. But I think we both agree with some of, like the best of the best are. It so I this. went
1: through it pretty extensively, and I looked at a lot of the lists other people have. I have pretty much the same top five as most people. Mine's in a pretty different order though. Okay. As the fifth, like ranking it, you know the worst. First out of the five is
0: John Cena which now where do you which John Cena is there a certain time period or just like the overall story between the two so I would say it's the one where they had the match for the
1: the two titles at once the first time it was ever done
0: oh yeah when so this is going back to that crap survivor series yes is so it that era this is 2013 it was that era but
1: I feel like John Cena has carried the WWE through the really bad eras with the Randy Orton feud and a edge feud, like John Cena has been the guy to take them through some really rough times. Yeah, and I thought this was good. This was a lot of the, you know, it's it's kind of a theme with Randy Orton. He gets involved with your family a little bit. Uh, the <laughs> Triple H is coming up on the list too, but he got involved. You know, he beat up his dad. Yep. and to me, this one is makes the list. I almost. I like the Hulk Hogan feud just because mainly of the stunner on the car. I'm surprised it's, uh, the RKO. The RKO on the car, which I is my favorite ridiculous. RKO of all time. We saw that match live. I, the reason I put him at number five, Cena, is just because they are the two people of that era who I think are the two best of that era. I think Randy Orton is clear cut better than Triple H. I think he is. Hmm. I think he's a better wrestler. I honestly think he is better. He's a better better wrestler. He's better looking. He's He's better better looking.
0: Promos, maybe?
1: I think he cuts better heel promos. I really do. Watching a lot of the promos, I just am more believing of Randy Orton's heel promos. Triple H. When The Rock made fun of him, he really does do that. He cuts an entertaining promo. Don't get me wrong. I I think Randy Orton's promos are really underrated.
0: The promo he cut on... On on SmackDown was phenomenal. He's oh, yeah. basically I'm Randy Orton. I don't have to work. Yeah, <laughs> I've been handed everything. Which but I, I, was... but I but I never saw proving why I am yeah. this
1: way. I don't have to be great. I just have to be Randy Orton.
0: It was, good. and that is great. Yeah,
1: that simple. That's, yes, I, it's more believable coming out of him because he just looks the part. I don't think I'm going to agree with you. I think Triple H is still an overall better. That's I don't. Just for me. I, uh, he's not a better wrestler than Randy Orton. He really, he really
0: isn't. <sighs> I, you, I might give the slight edge to Randy Orton, but I don't think it's his breakaway. I think Randy I Orton, think it is. I think Triple H is a great seller and he makes other people look really good. I think the advantage... The I've reason, seen Triple
1: H have some bad matches and maybe... Yeah. There's not many Triple H matches where I look back that he wasn't in a match with either The Undertaker or like Shawn
0: Michaels, where I'm like, oh, I remember that match for being really good. Were you Bret Hart? Um, yeah. Bret, Bret Hart's famous though. line always said, Triple, Name me a good Triple H match. You can't. Pretty, pretty much. It's kind of true. Anyways, but the, here's the thing with Randy Orton. I think you nailed something, too. The thing with Triple H is he's now like runs the company in his own yeah. way, so he has no fear to do anything. Where Randy Orton has come out numerous times saying when he was a face, like there were certain times of his face runs that he just didn't want to do that, went to creative, said he doesn't want to do this. Oh yeah. Go do it anyways. It's like, what? yeah he is the
1: spoiled kid like he didn't he basically what did he, he get kicked out of the military and his father was just like dry
0: wrestling yeah, and, and it, they're like alright cool yeah and he, he listen he's had a lot of bumps in the road he has been popped for steroids twice he has had a lot of issues with like I think there was one time he was like had to take a leaf from WWE because of like something going on backstage there's a lot of rumors that when he was younger he did a lot of pretty crappy things and oh, I, think yeah, I mean that literally um, yeah he was shitting so, in bags like Xbox I think yeah I'm pretty sure there's some stories of him doing some dirty stuff but yeah but him and John Cena were Kind of like we well, I think you said it best, they're like two blue chip prospects, I think they were in the same class. It was yep. him, Shelton Benjamin, Brock Lesnar, John Cena. I think Batista. I think Batista, I think Orton wasn't in that he came there shortly thereafter. Yeah? Yes. Okay. But, but those, in that like same era. Oh yeah. So then, okay. What's your next?
1: My next one is Triple H, and this is the one that got involved with the McMahon's, where he Ugh. kissed Stephanie and he hunted everybody. You know what?
0: This is. I'll give you this. Great feud, horrible ending. WrestleMania. Well, I'm not going by the ending. I'm no, not no, going no, with I any know, of that's, the matches. Really? That's actually a good point because. The feud, you're right. This is when Triple H, He went to Triple H's house. They were like throwing each other oh, through the front window. Crazy Stephanie. The punting of the McMahons, kissing Stephanie on the lips, and then the
1: next like it was a few weeks after. But when the McMahons came out,
0: oh yeah, when like, Vince Shane, came
1: out, Shane came out. It was you, you've never gotten more fired up for the McMahons.
0: Yeah, like, like you're I, like I, get
1: I, I was watching it today. and I remember like yeah, that was fucking awesome. It was the only time I really 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 five.
0: <laughs> I believe yes, it was yes, 25. 25. And it main evented that show. Yeah. And it wasn't the greatest. It was not a good match. No. We, we can, you can go back again on yes. the archives. I think it's in our lower It half. was a dud. But the build was great and it
1: was one of the few times other than when Triple H returned from his injury the first time and looked like a superhuman where I was really <laughs> into Triple H as as, a, as a baby because he was sympathetic yes because
0: the man was killing everybody around him
1: yes and I think him and Orton I mean th- these are also the two feuds that have happened the most Triple H and Randy Orton have happened a ton of times oh, Triple been H, been H and John, John Cena have happened a ton yeah. of times but I think those forget, we the... also
0: just saw Randy Orton and Triple H earlier this year in the yeah. Saudi Arabia oh show God, which that's... actually I, didn't honestly, I actually you watch that match? I'm sure it was good. good. Yeah, because they're
1: both good wrestlers. Yes. All right. What's next? Next on the list is the Undertaker, and Ooh, this is early. <sighs> this is a poorly place, but continue. no, no, no. Because it's the the WrestleMania one, one wasn't. That great, heading in the build wasn't that great. The post WrestleMania stuff see, was where the real well, action was.
0: Yeah, guy, to go a little back on this is where I, where my you know one of the duds I had in here because we kind of doing worse and best. But here, well, just jumping with this, his Triple H feud in two thousand four. A lot of people I seen people like tweeted us like, oh, the breakup with Evolution, <coughs> it was awful. And yeah. let me explain why. Randy Orton wins the title, youngest champion ever. It's forced because Brock Lesnar quit on the company; they didn't want that name on there. He beats Chris Benoit. Can we say that as a real person? He beats oh, yeah. vacant but guy. I- uh at SummerSlam. Great match. Fun little feud. No one saw that coming. Like Randy Orton win the title literally out of nowhere. Uh like just like his RKOs. The next week, a week after, Triple H, he defends it again. The evolution helps him. Triple H's a famous thumbs up, thumbs down. That gets us on a road here that should have led to Randy Orton, Triple H at that year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 21. But no, it was Batista that was put in that spot. That's the yeah, famous. They always seem to Cena. miss the mark by like one year sometimes so, in these main events. And this is where it was. So then where did Randy Orton go from there? He lost that title, then he got into like a like random feuds with people. He turned babyface for a little while, then out of literally nowhere, again like his finishing move, they put him in this. Came back as a souling heel. I think he hurt his shoulder, and they brought him in as a came back as like a heel really quickly to go against the Undertaker to be the Legend Killer. And the Undertaker wanted to lose. Yeah, and he didn't. And he did it, and thankfully Obviously. he didn't. When you really look at it, like it was, uh, in his going back in history, it would have been awesome. Yeah, but. If you really look at what happened from there, maybe everything would have been different. I mean, Brock
1: but- Lesnar, they've decided to, you know, make the man the last 6 years it feels like, right? Yeah. So, but- I kind of see how like given it's Brock Lesnar worked out in the end. Going back and looking at it, if Randy Orton was the guy who had the first blemish, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, Russell may 21. I always would've... said CM Punk at the time oh, would have been the proper choice.
0: Yeah. And, and then
1: Bray Wyatt. Trust me. If... Well, I think it was already gone by the time he fought Bray Wyatt. But Ooh. I would have liked Bray to have had that. Yeah.
0: And so may happen. Who knows? But the streak has ended nonetheless. Yes. But uh, his stuff with The Undertaker was incredible. So. That whole summer. Was great. I mean, it was fantastic stuff
1: and i think the only reason it's three and not one or two on my list is because when i was going through the other ones today i really remembered those times and the, the we'll get to them the, the other feuds were to me like more real interpersonal okay like this one was it was like spotty you know he burnt the casket he drove him through the smackdown screen he claimed he fucking killed the undertaker um you know undertaker popping out of the casket challenging him. It oh. was great stuff. And don't forget
0: Cowboy Bob Orton was involved quite and that's a bit. also the famous, he has like hepatitis or something. Yeah, He yeah, let yeah, all yeah. the Undertaker freaked like out. Doug. We have yet to see Bob Orton back. Yeah, and, uh, and Orton ran. fake
1: retires to try to get out of the, uh, the Hell in a Cell. Yep. A ton of good so- shot- shots and like this was the era where Blood shots and blood. Oh, uh, blood bats! Yeah, blood bats and chair shots to the head. And then I forgot about this, but I remember watching it when it happened. Josh Matthews being possessed by the Undertaker
0: <laughs> in front of Bobbing Randy Orton. Yeah, it was f- good stuff. I uh, remember good that. Good shit. Good shit. It was <laughs> oh, good. <fantastic.
1: laughs> uh, he's gonna possess the little guy. <laughs> All right, what's number two? Number two is Christian. And See, I think this I, is super serious, underrated. I'm, I'm
0: going to call you out a little bit. Where did this love affair come? Like I saw some of the guys from the Jabber Notch love Christian. I've known you throughout the Christian's career almost. I've never once heard you talk about Christian with this. I've this always love. loved Christian and Edge. Loved, yeah. Edge, I know. Edge, I, I
1: saw. Yeah, I, I, saw. I wore the Rated R Superstar super T-shirt. Superstar, oh, I loved them. But, but wait, so Christian, even though I, don't get me wrong, this feud money. We'll money. get to it, but. I will say I didn't appreciate Christian as much until like somewhat recently when I went back and watched a lot of his stuff after listening to the Pritchard podcast and him putting him over as one of the best in-ring performance. Yes. And when you go back and you watch him, you were really underrating
0: how great this guy was in the ring. Probably the one of the smoothest operators I've ever seen. You nailed it. Just like Jalen Brown. So he, Christian, I, I'm going to get to my matchup pod obviously when we get to that segment it involves some Raws that I was watching. I watched a Raw match and I want you to I'll have to find the date Christian faced Shawn Michaels it was a match that was probably six minutes long because Raw's during that era obviously two hour show was much different incredible though the smoothness between the two it was just such a good match and Christian I do agree was very underrated very underappreciated it was really because, again, it's all the way your stories are driven. They didn't give it to him, the title, quick enough. When Edge went to that next level, they should have had Christian somewhere around doing that. They thought they did it with the ECW title. The ECW title was like worse than the European title at the end of the day. Yes, um, I will say, this feud was awesome because this is when, uh, obviously, Randy Orton... Um, and Christian they like it felt like it went on kind of forever but at the same time not long enough it was like four months it went to SummerSlam and it started because he was facing Alberto Del Rio after Edge's retirement yep. to fill in who was win the title I believe he won. Christian won in the ladder match yep. and then it spun into a feud with Randy Orton there throughout that entire summer between Wrestlemania 27 and 28 and it was just like back and forth and I, I believe Orton there was, was a l- little bit of a baby face in this he was because Christian yeah. did the he got him disqualified he got him disqualified by getting him
1: mad because he had the anger management issues yes. and it was the one more chance Christian and it was Really, if you go back and look at it, a perfectly booked feud between two people.
0: I mean, Christian, you wouldn't think at the time could carry a belt, but he did. And he did it well. He did. And this was kind of not to go Bret Hart uh, Austin, but it was. They transferred a little bit in the middle of the feud. Randy Orton became the baby face and Christian became the heel. But then they kind of reversed it. It was kind of one of those. He was a
1: special guest referee in a match, I think, with Sheamus. And he hit him with a belt after the match to turn like heel, heel. And they fought. A few times. I think four pay-per-views, maybe? Straight, four pay-per-views four straight, and pay-per-views. then one match booked by Bret Hart on a SmackDown Super Show yep. for the title where he put him in a cage.
0: I mean, it was... If you go back and look at it, it's By the a way, what you way- just said sounds like you were playing WWE 2K, like, 19, <laughs> in a SmackDown Super Show where Bret Hart set up a match between Christian and Randy Orton in a cage. Like, but I
1: think this is what could happen right now with Kofi and Orton. I think they could... If they need to carry this feud for a few pay-per-views, if Randy this could take Sheets... us the rest of the year in a yes. sense. If Just Randy wins, cheats to win like that that'll set up a rematch and maybe it's another real close one or a draw and then you get another one where maybe kofi gets it back and becomes a two-time
0: champion which i would love to see and that's what all the best when are all the most champions best runs their second run i will say this i, I like what you did because i think they have to play in the stupid like i think they gotta bring that back oh, yeah. in that match and i think what would be cool is if kofi Kingston goes for something randy orton hits him with a low blow and when he's on the ground again he says it like stupid oh, yeah. hits him with an rko beats him or something would yeah, be great all right and what's your number one feud randy orton Versus, hold on, I got it. I have found it out. Let me go into my head. It is going to be Randy Orton versus Bob Hawley, his very first feud. Sparky plug, baby. Yes. No. Um, Uh, it's a good feud. uh, No, it wasn't. Nobody remembers it.
1: Now, everybody had this probably fifth or sixth on a lot of the lists I was looking at. But I went back and looked, and I remember this because at the time, I loved Mick Foley. He's gone down a little bit in my estimation since all those GM days. And this was kind of during his GM days. But the Mick Foley
0: feud... Was great. Well, and you know why this was great? Because it came after The Undertaker. This yep. was full blown Legend Killer. Yep. This is not the Apex Predator. This is not the Viper. This is the Legend Killer. It's so when he had the NWO version of RKO shirts. And he was vicious. And you know what he was doing? He was attacking people that fans had love for. Yes. And it was
1: perfectly done. And he did this a little bit recently with uh, Jeff Hardy, which I think somebody mentioned. Another, I love this. Another feud. great run. And his, his feud, we forget about this his feud with AJ Styles. Money.
0: Yeah, it, I just one more. Yes. I, Great I agree. promos. The promos were those shoot work promos. Yes. Yeah. And they had a random
1: match like three two or three years ago when
0: oh, AJ... when it was during the Randy Orton giving up his, his Royal Rumble. It yeah. should have been the main event of that WrestleMania. I mean it was an incredible SmackDown match. Tease ahead. Not my match of the pod, but go
1: watch that match because it was gonna be a It was my a match smackdown
0: in, in like March of two thousand and seventeen and it was the main event and it was awesome. And it was for the WrestleMania main event. Yeah, it was incredible. That was a really bananas
1: good. match. Great use of the uh, like uh, the all of their signature moves. Like they, they that's another thing when Randy Orton gets into a match, you can tell he's he's figuring out a way to get that special move in there.
0: Yeah, you know what else you don't see six hundred RKO's. Yeah, It's just one. Usually one, maybe two, maybe two. It's rare. It's a it's it's one of you the get, more protective moves ever. It is because you know when you get two and the guy rolls out of the ring or he's literally hits it out yep. of nowhere and he can't get to the pin. Um. So.
1: They have the storyline where he was going to wrestle him for the first time. It was the first time he wrestled in four years. He walks out of the arena. Randy Orton spits in his face. This was a real personal feud. And Mick Foley, you know, say what you want about him, tells a phenomenal story in the ring and it's a lot of the promos that he cut I mean this was early on in Randy Orton's career where he, he was not as strong on the promos Fully carried this feud No,
0: oh, yeah this was, it was Randy Orton getting his fe- feud yeah this is why you have to be this is what giving the rub to the younger guys does it steps up their game
1: yeah and uh, like he called him you know you you may have been you know the hardcore legend whenever but now you're Randy Orton's bitch just like <laughs> really good stuff Evolution beating the crap out of him Randy Orton I'm telling him to stay down I mean they kind of fudged it up and they didn't have a, a real match at Wrestlemania oh this was
0: when he was with, with the rock the, the rock and talk. sock. oh this is
1: before the legend but uh, what was it what was the pay-per-view the- the, uh, well we'll get to it the 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 hardcore match with Mick Foley <gasps> where he starts off in the t-shirt like it's just the perfect way to do it like he's the pretty boy but by the end of it it's a, a bloody brutal great match. It's
0: one of those like Mitchell Foley, yeah. Foley made him a man
1: yeah. in that match. Yes, and he. I think he made him...
0: This is the yeah. first thing that really sparked the next level. I think level. it he cemented him but-
1: to being like a legit superstar. Yes. Like a standalone. this is a guy now, you can book a whole like... Season year round. Yeah,
0: like you can build your
1: feuds, main feuds. This is a fa- this is a franchise player
0: guy. Yeah, I'll, I'm just gonna list a couple of feuds I didn't like and some I did like. I actually really like the Daniel Bryan feud 2013. Yeah, once it hit the 2014 year and we were heading to WrestleMania 30. Randy Orton, you forgot he was the champion. This is what you're talking about him with John Cena when they could put the belt together. It was more the authority versus Daniel Bryan. But before that, when he cashed in after SummerSlam, they had like four straight pay-per-view main events this is when Shawn Michaels got involved, when he won a match, when there was so much shenanigans, and like Daniel Bryan didn't win or he didn't win. There was a lot of dusty finishes. That was a fun one. I liked, I mean, we already talked about the Triple H Evolution breakup. That was trash. I, like it. I didn't like it either. I didn't really like... It was like a good way to make them but it wasn't but it didn't do, I don't feel like it didn't do it though I, I'm not a big evolution guy either oh I, lo- I, lo- I was not a big guy. evolution because I love when there's two older guys that you know and then two up and comers that you can kind of figure out like how you want to I just I like when there's that dynamic it's not just all new oh, another thing that we missed in the Triple
1: H feud yeah was the um what was, what was Randy Orton's little faction there
0: Oh, Legacy which Legacy. I'm about to get to. Yeah. yeah, Legacy. Well, Legacy also he won the Royal Rumble that year by the yeah. way as well. But Legacy, I actually really like the way they ended Legacy. I wasn't the biggest Legacy fan. I remember always this is kind of funny now looking back. Always looking at Cody Rhodes like, "The guy doesn't he just looks like a body." See, I always He looked yeah. like a creator wrestler before you do anything to him. I always thought Cody Rhodes was the man. Uh, that's, I don't believe you. But really? I'm t- yeah, I always I, did. I, I'll take your word for not it. That's a soft spot for I him. remember looking at him. He just looked literally like create a wrestler and then just keep hitting A to get through it all. It just, I, I didn't get it. All right, so the so, next one in your list, yeah. I have good thoughts and bad thoughts. So this is DX versus Rated RKO. Oh, no. I lied. The one after that. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. So DX versus Rated RKO, that was fantastic to yeah. me. DX was kind of like meh when they came back for the most part. They had the McMahon stuff. Rated RK but was phenomenal. It was so good. Two Lead of my so favorite involved. people ever. Well, you just said, the, the people that carried the WWE when they really needed it there in those mid-2000s, we're... Edge, Randy Orton, John Cena. Yep, absolutely. And, they, and two of those guys are on a tag team here, oh. and it was incredible. And this is when... Edge's like, run as a heel is awesome. And the way it all we started. Do, that's a that's a podcast we
1: should do top heel runs.
0: Ooh, He's up there. That's a good that's a good one. Um, and then the last one one of the biggest duds and so unfortunate heading into WrestleMania 33 was Bray Wyatt. I liked Randy it Ward. for a little while. Yeah, me too. I liked it for a little because Randy Orton was part of the Wyatt family. Yeah. He wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Bray Wyatt, the next month at Elimination Chamber, wins the title. It was good. And you're thinking, when? ooh, what's going to happen now? Randy Orton says to him, I will not face you for the title. Mm-hmm. And it spun this weird, really compelling SmackDowns where Luke Harper started going for title matches because Luke Harper got booted for some reason. Um, AJ Styles was involved. He wanted a title match. It spun him for Shane McMahon. And then eventually we get Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania in just a weird-ass... I was there live. It was awful because I didn't, couldn't see the projections. And then it followed with the
1: House of Horrors
0: match. And it wasn't even for the title. No. Which was a whole other weird thing. It was just a very strange situation. Bray Wyatt, this was when you knew the the, the 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 gas was out of the car. We had nothing left. So I was thinking about
1: this earlier to try to describe Randy Orton to a person who doesn't watch wrestling. What like pro
0: athlete would you say he's like? What pro athlete? So he's not the best. But he is. But he's right up there. Like at he's the over, time. He's like Dwayne Wade. That's what I would ooh, say. Randy, really Rand. Randy Orton is Dwayne Wade. That's Probably, really good. like good. A lot of people look at him forever as like one of the greats, but like during his time, there was other people that may have just overshadowed I him. think that might be a little bit better than my Woo! two. Boys got it tonight. I, I was going to say he's, because I think he's a little bit
1: better careerly. Then, really? I don't know if that's a word. I like it. I think, like, overall, his yep. standing will be higher than Dwayne Wade's and, like, the pantheon of players. Oh, if you were to Like, guessed. I think, but but I think you, you, for the period of time he played in was probably perfect. Yep. Like, a perfect analogy. I was going to say maybe, like, an A-Rod Shaq oh. type of guy. Ooh. Where at the Shaq cha- might be, uh, okay, no. the Shaq's I, I, considered, like, a top 7, 8 player of all time. A-Rod probably top 20 player of all time. I think a top 10.
0: All right. A-Rod literally might be top five. He could no, be. all-time might be I was looking Ten. at lists. I was looking at lists
1: today, and they had him in varying places. Yeah. But not the greatest of all time. Probably not even the top five greatest of all time. But at one point was the greatest in his profession. Yep. And was in top three consideration most of
0: it. You yeah, that's why I think Dwayne Wade actually might be that guy. Like, never the MVP, but never out of the MVP race. Yeah, but I and think that- Randy Orton was an MVP. Well, one year. So, I, I'm going to ask you a question. Well, first... He has wrestled for WWE 1,362 matches. I actually
1: figured that's low,
0: but when you really look, that's a lot of matches. Yeah, it's a lot of matches. Is that like television matches? Uh, I'm guessing, but I'm not positive. I can't tell if they do. No, it might be house shows too. Uh, he's been in a, how many pay per views? do You think he's been involved in? Involved in uh, 300. 156. That's it. Think about There's it, only 12 in a year. All right, yeah. Uh, I'm an idiot. But, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, in. Oh, there was a year there was something I saw this earlier he had one year it might have been 2004 A PW ratings here it is so his rating since he debuted in 2000 really 2002 he was ranked number 33 mm-hmm. 2003 number 63 2004 he's ranked number 5 this is wrestler by Dave Meltzer uh, 2005 29 20 uh, 30 and 06 07 he was number 15 2008 he was the number one ranked wrestler in the world yeah so think about that. Six years into his run. Then he went 5, 4, 2. So that stretched from 08 to 2011. That's Mike trout asking. It was. And then he went to number 14, 15. 2014, this is the Daniel Bryan stuff. Number 2. Then the next year followed up with number 6. Then 56, 13. I'm oh sorry, 59. 13 last year was number 18 in the world. I well, honestly think he's that good. So like. if you really put a divider in there, some kind of bad years with their ranking. But overall... That he is a top 10 performer in this generation. And I'm oh. talking you taking... I think this generation, generation, like, top... Five? Top five, top seven? like No, top five, easy. In this generation, we've really, like... I don't know, because you got AJ Styles, there's Samoa Joe, it's a good year, CM Punk. Pa- easy top 10 yeah
1: easy top 10 this you can, can make an argument yeah
0: you can make an argument though but yeah so these are our thoughts on Randy Orton please let us know yours we got a lot of stuff on Twitter by the way our guy Midnight Pirate was the one who called you up for your billy yeah, biceps yeah. but then he said a nice comment he goes it's all good between you and Rossi and a few others got me back into wrestling oh nice yeah. alright so look at that. oh happy times yeah look at that <laughs> don't hate um, alright so Match of the Pod oh uh, he was just kidding anyway Match Ooh. of the Pod Match of the Pod All right, for me, match of the pod, I teased it a little bit earlier. I've been watching a lot of Raw, falling asleep to it. Randy Orton versus Edge for the IC title on July 19th, 2004. Go watch this match. It's quick, probably seven minutes, eight minutes. And it is just two guys going after it, going for it, trying to grab the brass ring at that time. You know, there's no more Rock. There's no more Austin. These guys were right on the cusp. This is right before Randy Orton's title run, by the way, uh, leading to that SummerSlam. But Randy Orton, Edge. Intercontinental Championship match, July nineteenth, two thousand four. Go put on your WWE uh, network. Okay, show. so I'm gonna go with his tag team partner Christian
1: over the limit, two thousand eleven. Oh, if you want to see like smooth operating wrestling, I'm sure it's gonna be similar to the uh, the Shawn Michaels raw you were talking about. Yeah, really, just smooth, good match. Like Randy Orton doesn't have any wasted movements. Nope. he never is. And Bruce Prichard said this about Jay the Snake, where Everything he did would make sense for you to do in a fight in real life. And I think that's the same for Christian and Randy Orton. They don't make it. You lose the, Oh, I'm watching something that's fake when you're watching really good wrestling. You know what I mean? You get that sense. Like, you know, this is a competition. They're actually trying to best one another. And I think both of these guys do an excellent job of that in this match. Uh, so yeah, go watch that, and then definitely 100% go watch the Randy Orton-AJ Styles match from SmackDown we talked about. Just yeah, type it into the,
0: the Google machine. I'm sure we'll have it. So real quick, we got some Twitter feedback. Bill, you made an excellent video kind of hyping up this um, podcast. We got a couple oh, responses. Oh, this fucking the piece Brock, of shit. I forgot about this. This the Brock Lesnar. Oh, that was so bad. It wasn't a great... It was just one of those ones where this was Brock Lesnar after he lost the... Um, what happened? Where, where was this? This was This is when Chris Jericho attacked him backstage. Yes, because he thought it was real. Yeah. Or he thought he went too hard on yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton got gutted. Um, basically, his head got busted open. But this was just a match announced. Like, there was no hype to it. There was yeah. no promos. It was just like, these two are going to fight. And I liked it. It main evented, but it kind of went weird. Uh, oh, another thing real quick. Uh, yeah. the thing we were there for. I forget what... I got something in my eye.
1: I just did something weird. That's right. Uh,
0: (laughs) No one can see that you just grabbed a cup of water and just threw it in your eye. Uh, I don't know. I was
1: painting it. I had something in my eye. But I think it was the Money in the Bank where John Cena won the belt. Yeah. That we were at. Yeah. Randy Orton got his head fucking split wide open. Oh, in the match. Yeah, in the match. And this is like a little like behind the scenes thing. Well, not behind the scenes. We were there.
0: But they brought him off to the side and they just fucking glued his oh, yeah. head together. And then we saw the staples thereafter. You're right. Yeah. They put all... Like there's the goop when they're just trying to like stop you yeah. from bleeding. It's almost like a Vaseline. Yeah. This literally, there was like a glue. You, I forgot about that. And the staples, if you Google Randy Orton staples 2014, it is gnarly. Yeah. Like credit
1: to him like I don't think like he gets enough credit for being a tough wrestler just because yeah. he's like you know a big pretty boy but literally went off to the side and they just fucking glued his fucking head shut it was it was crazy
0: yeah yeah 10 yeah in 2016 I don't know if this is different that was the other yeah. one SummerSlam uh, that's the one that's gonna come up for us. but if you look up Money in the Bank it, it, you'll see it was it. gruesome yeah um, so yeah we got the Brock Lesnar one our good friends at the dork podcast said the mic his biggest food is with the mic i disagree with you dork i oh, don't think he's not, not on the mic even at all. close he's yep. great on the mic screw him yeah uh, and i just made them a video yeah and, well this is what happens <laughs> they, they gave us a five-star review mac goose still waiting on that one. Oh, oh all like, right don't you
1: think i'm not gonna yeah, pull i don't out? think they made it to this part of the podcast oh
0: the <laughs> i don't think so either but I'm, somebody will tell them the one other person i did all right and then uh we have mick foley as you had in there um we're also getting by like, the way i think i earned credit
1: from i think it's pat burns for yeah. being an attack attack fan
0: look at that You're <laughs> got one. Uh, and then you have uh, his late uh, Dan Pelletier had the one with Jeff Hardy, which was great. H-mania. We brought up all these. McFoley, uh, Randy Orton versus Motivation. Dude packs it in consistently. I can't disagree with him. There was a stretch, but I think that's, you know. I will, he is one of those guys. He's like a superstar basketball player. I think basketball
1: is a good one. I, maybe I could find a better basketball player who's great when he's motivated. Yep. You know, like Michael Beasley or something. I don't know. But when he's super motivated, <laughs> Beasley. he is one of the greatest of all time.
0: I don't even think it's a question. Yeah, and it's, and it's, but it is almost unfortunate that that's the way it is. But I think going even, back to my Dwayne yeah, Wade. Even when he mails it in. Yeah. Still pretty fucking good. So, we'll have a couple more podcasts coming at you. We obviously have SummerSlams right around the corner. We have AEW coming up. I think ooh, coming in good timing for that AEW, we should probably do our Dean, fun, Ambrose. Dean Ambrose and WWE and just kind of go over his career there because he is completely crapped all over it. Uh, we could see some of the highlights, the lowlights. Yes. For me, it was still one of my favorites at the time, but. I know. I, I, I think it. we can add uh, top heel runs in there. Top heel runs. We'll add them. And if you have thoughts you want something for us to talk about discuss please let us know at Jason D Rossi at Billy D twenty four has been enjoyable. We love Randy Orton. I forgot about one thing. He is sexy.
1: He's a handsome man. My he wife. Denied.
0: I'll never forget when cause she, she got re-sparked like we've had our little errors in wrestling in our relationship over eight plus years. But I remember going to WrestleMania 30. She loved the Daniel Bryan storyline. How's was that I but Randy Orton she's just be like yeah I like that guy. He's, yeah, he's a, a handsome
1: a, dude. He's a good looking man. Yeah. Good for him. Ladies love LL uh, Orden. Frank says hi. <laughs>